You're listening to episode 205, and today we're talking all about how to set yourself up for success this summer. Take a listen. Hey friends, welcome back to Same Boat Huddle, the podcast where we have real, raw, and honest talk about life as mothers. I'm your host, Erin Miller of Erin Joyce Co. I'm a certified counselor, personal development mentor for mothers, an author, and a published photographer. I know, quite a mix of things, right? <laughs> Becoming a wife to my main squeeze 10 years ago was a dream come true. I was on cloud nine. I was a new wife, I had just started my counseling career, and my life was organized, and I had energy to do all of the things. Fast forward five years from then, I had left my career, I was home with two babies while building my photography business, and was hardly able to keep my head above water. Despite having an amazing husband, healthy children, and a beautiful home, I felt completely lost in my overwhelm. I was burnt out, and then I hit rock bottom in my daily debilitating anxiety, and I thought, this cannot be happily ever after. There has to be more than this. And guess what, mama? There is. I get you, I hear you, I see you, I am you. I believe that every single mother can rewrite her story no matter what chapter she's on. You deserve more than the disheveled, burnt out, anxiety ridden version of yourself that is hardly able to keep her head afloat. It's in this podcast that I am sharing how you can do that. Every week, I'm chatting about all of the tools and knowledge that I've collected over the past few years. These are the tools that not only pulled me out of survival mode, but are allowing me to thrive in motherhood. And guys, oh my gosh, I love my life so much, and it can be you too. Each episode, whether it's just me chatting or an interview with an amazing guest, it's going to be jam-packed with content, inspiration, and heart. Are you ready to rewrite your story? Well, grab my hand and let's do this. Welcome back to St. Boat Huddle. I'm excited to talk with you today about the summer. And the reason I want to talk about this is because I want to share the space that I'm in with my summer because I think that, well, one, I want to just inform you and keep you up to date with things that are available and that I'll be doing. But more than that, I want to model and share big, bold action that's scary and why it's important to do. Uh, And from that conversation, I then want to share some ideas for you and tools to be able to schedule a summer that you want. (laughs) Because no matter how you show up as a mom, meaning if you work in the home, out of the home, if your primary job is raising your children, if you're homeschooling, no matter what, your schedule is about to change. And I always say my schedule since having children changes probably every three months. Like once you get out of that fourth trimester, Um, sleeping schedules change, eating schedules change, all of that. And then the kids start to go to their uh, like pre-preschool, like the toddler programs and you get into a groove with that and then someone gets sick and then sleeping schedules change again. And then the summer is all of a sudden here and then holidays happen. Just this constant rotation of change. And I've really learned to embrace the the regular evolution and that because I think sometimes we really Uh, you know, you imagine, for instance, creating a morning routine, and then you just think like, that's what I'll do forever. And what I found, especially at least in this stage of life, is that 
it kind of never stays <laughs> the same and does it ever because then the kids reach a certain age and they're now teenagers and then they're out of the house and you're empty nested and um it's you know you just move through your whole life with constant changes change of schedule so i just want to share some tips and tricks um for what that is like i'm also just going to give a heads up that i'm recording this next to my darn cuckoo clock again I had no idea we were close to the top of the hour, so I'm probably (laughs) going to pause it so you don't hear 11 cuckoos in the middle of the podcast. Um, Okay, so what I want to share is that I have, you know, I, if you don't know, I've been off of social media since March. I'm recording this uh, mid to later May. And, um, so I'd say it's probably close to two months that I've been off of social media. It's been absolutely amazing. One thing that has come up for me though, is I am faced with myself every day, all day. So I'm, you know, I'm already someone who is pensive and I think a lot, but now that I don't have distraction from my thinking, it's like, I kind of can't get away from it. And what I've realized is I have found ways to get away from my own thinking really well for my entire life. So I'm in this space of, um, needing to sit with myself. And I think that's what a lot of women avoid and not even women, just humans. Like we avoid sitting still, right? Like we turn the radio on, we listen to a podcast. Thank you for listening today. (laughs) Um, we we make noise to fill the space we turn the lights on really bright like we put on we over we talk about being overstimulated but we overstimulate ourselves all the time like you have a choice to turn the lights off you have a choice to drive in silence you have a choice to start a podcast or not you have a choice to um sit outside without your phone not scrolling just to be outside but really we don't do that because of how uncomfortable we are to just be with ourselves so we're choosing over stimulation but we don't like how that feels either right so essentially what has come up for me is that as if you didn't listen to last week's episode, I shared that I'm launching the Layered Growth Intensive, which is this incredible opportunity to learn and grow <clears throat> over either just one week or four weeks or anything in between. I'm so excited to be able to offer something that's more accessible in terms of time and money too, um, because, because sometimes we are not in a position for whatever reason to invest, whether it's our time, energy, money, whatever it might be, into a six-month one-on-one type of mentorship. So I'm very excited about that. And, um, I, interestingly, a few weeks ago said to my husband, like I have, so I have a great group of LGA ladies right now, one-on-one clients right now. Um, Reiki client, like I, I have a great group of women that I'm working with. I also have some really wonderful mentorship, um, I'm sorry, speaking engagement opportunities, like doing lunch and learns for corporations. I'm connecting and collaborating with a, um, a brand, uh, the store, the franchise locally to, to me to be able to, um, connect with, um, their customers to talk about mental health and, and create that environment. So I have these like really amazing things going on. And I said to my husband, you know, now that photography has ended, I am, moving into the summer, our kids are amazing ages at seven and nine. And I want to really enjoy the summer with them. Like I don't want to do more. I just don't want to, I want to love what I'm doing with my work now. It's very, it's very, um, maintainable and sustainable and simply enjoy the summer with them. My husband's like, awesome. That sounds amazing. And then all of a sudden I am updating my website. I am, 
creating the content to Layered Growth Intensive, which mind you, like I came up with this idea months and months and months ago. This wasn't a brand new idea. Like it, it was sitting for a while, but my execution becomes very quick and um, almost autopilot because I use work to distract from my thinking oftentimes, which is kind of like a, a double-edged sword, I guess, because I create such amazing stuff and I love what I put out, but I have to be very mindful of what state I'm in when I'm creating it. Like am I, it's, it's an interesting, any other manifesting generators, you know, you're probably like, oh my gosh, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's just, just having the fire and loving to create, but really being mindful of like, are you avoiding yourself and do you need to be there? So long story short, that's what I was doing. Like I didn't have any intention of launching this program for the summer. Um, I really just had it sitting knowing that I wanted to launch it this year. So even a couple weeks after I said to my husband and said like verbalized out loud, I want to take this summer to be with the kids and just continue the work that I have going. And then I'll circle back to create more, to launch more, to, to pour more into my business then. And I, I, my actions were not aligning with my energy and what I truly wanted. So I've made the big, bold decision to pull back. I will be still launching the layered growth intensive, but it will be in the fall. I'm not going to be putting anything new out there um, for the summer. So, and, and there's layered growth Academy will also be in the fall instead of a launch during the summer. Please though, go to my website. I've updated a ton of information. I also have aaronjoyceco.com now points directly to my website. I'm so excited about that. So please head over there and you can go under work with me. You can read all about the layered growth Academy. If you're a hundred percent ready for coaching, like right now, like I do not want to wait for the fall for you to have an opportunity, take your own big, bold action and email me and tell me that because I'm not someone who's rigid. I'm always open to that person. And that's sometimes and very often how I end up working with people is they're not sitting around waiting for me to launch something. They're like, Aaron, I'm ready now. And I'm, I'm ready to do work. Like, can we please work together? So if you're one of those people, take your own action and, and email me. You can also head over and read all about the Layered Growth Intensive. All of the information is there. And I would love for you to check it out, get excited for it, because before you know it, the summer will be over <laughs> and I will be opening the enrollment for, for it. It's, there's no application process. You literally will just click a button to purchase your seat and be able to be a part of um, this amazing opportunity. So be sure you read up on that. You can also work with me through Reiki healing um, and an energy session. So all the information for that is also under work with me. Uh, and those are one-off sessions and you can always book them. So the button to book will be updated very soon. Um, if you don't want to wait for the button, just contact me and we'll get you set up. Um, I open up slots every month. My one-on-one and LJ clients get first pick and then whatever's left over. Uh, you can you can book and they're amazing sessions. The first session is fifty percent off, so be sure to check that out. Um, so anyway, I, I the reason I'm this is informative, right? I'm giving you this information to inform you, but I also want to share a, a little bit about where I w- came from to get to this point because I think there's a lot of lesson and learning in that. And so I, I actually I therapy this week, and this is something that we talked about because it's it's really important for me to take all of this space that I've created for myself to learn and grow. And some things that I realized, and this I mean, when this is so summarized, and I'm talking about like I have spent every day for this is the end of the week that I'm recording this. This entire week, I have just been engulfed in really not ruminating, but. Um, 
really thinking through and processing all of this. And something that I've realized is that um, I have worked my entire life essentially and have worked a lot. And I put all of my um, eggs in that basket of proving my worth and that I'm enough through what I do, especially as external work. So I started working when I was 11 as like a mommy's helper and quickly moved into being a babysitter. And I was the monopoly babysitter person. Um, I also got a job, I guess it was probably at 15, um, as a waitress at a retirement community. And I always took on as many shifts as I could and double shifts and holidays and all of that. So that was the work I did through high school. So, and I graduated at 17, um, immediately went off to college, you know, through the summer, I had multiple jobs. Like I know I continued as the waitress. I did babysitting. I'm sure I had something else. I always, it was like, oh, I have more room on the calendar. Like what other job can I take? Um, when I went off to college, so all four years of undergrad, I did not work at a job. Um, my job was being a student and I, I was a very good student, graduated cum laude and, Um, however, when I came home for the summer, I got as many jobs as I could. So I would always do babysitting, nannying type of gigs. Um, I know there was a couple summers I worked at a kennel. I continued to take shifts at the retirement community. I don't even know what else. Like there was, I remember I would just fill every single day full of sometimes more than one of the jobs. Um, every single summer when I graduated from my undergrad, I immediately had a job in wraparound services and behavioral health. Um, and then got a job as case manager right away as well. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of there, there's so many, I don't even know where all the people, like I just worked all the time. And then even through, um, my graduate school, like I had a full-time job, went to graduate school for three and a half years, um, did internships, additional side jobs. Cause as my internship, I had to quit my full-time job. So that's funny. It's like, <laughs> I could go down that rabbit hole with like, how do you expect me to earn this degree if you, <laughs> if I can't work anyway? So I had part-time work that I was filling inside of a full-time mentor or um, internship, all, all of it. Right. And then even as I got my position as a counselor, I had the summers off because I was in education, right? Sure as heck. I was, I had one summer folks, one summer that I was off like my, my beloved and coveted summer off as an educator, quote unquote educator. I used that summer to nanny every single day. Kids that were, you know, it wasn't, it looked a little fluffy, but it's a lot of work, you know, taking, taking care of kids. And on top, and oh, and there's a second family I was actually doing that for too. Oh my gosh. And during all of it, I was pregnant. First trimester pregnant, sick and tired all summer. That's how I spent my very first summer off, quote unquote. And then I moved into my next school year. I left in March to have my daughter and I was building my photography portfolio by that April. Four weeks after having a baby, I was beginning to build a photography portfolio to have photography as a side job to my counseling position. Oh, and by the way, I just became a mom. So then I moved through the summer that, you know, I left my counseling position. You can hear all about that, whether it's in my book or go through my podcast. Um, I, I started my photography business, um, 
it was in July is when I officially legally started my photography business. And then I just ran with it. So I never even had like an actual maternity leave with my daughter. And then when I had my son, I was doing like continued photo shoots by the time he was, gosh, at least two weeks old, maybe three weeks old. He was coming with me. My back was pretty much broken, like physically could hardly walk. And I'm trying to get these different photo shoots in uh, for the fall season right after having a baby and having a one-year-old at home. (laughs) I mean, I never ever gave myself space to just pause. Like you just had a baby. Pause for a minute. Or like you just went through years and years of schooling and work to get you to the space of getting a summer off and I didn't take it. And with all of this, something, and and here's the thing, like this is, yes, it's a part of who I am. However, I've had to take a second right here, right now, 38 years old to be like, hold on, is this working for me? And is this what I want right in this moment where I've created very intentionally so intentionally to have time with my kids. I always come back to thinking of about the time when I started my photography business and had these babies and how I don't regret how much I worked because it's it is a hundred percent what has me in this space of even talking in to my computer right now at you, right? I'm so grateful to have learned what I've learned because of how hard I fell. So I can't regret it, but I grieve the time that I could have had with my children that I didn't get to have. And the time I'm talking about is the slower days of um, being nap trapped and, um, sleeping in a little because we didn't sleep well that night or watching Sesame Street together and just doing that and making lunches and um, going to playgrounds together. Like that stuff for me and my children was so far and few between. I sure hope I did quote unquote enough of it that they at least have some memory of it. But I wasn't, I was physically present for a lot of that stuff, but I wasn't mentally because I was constantly thinking about my work or answering emails on my phone or just being super anxious, right? Like just debilitatingly anxious through all of that time. So as I've gone through it and have gotten to the other side, I think like, darn, you know, I had such a great opportunity to like actually be home with my kids and, and quote unquote, just be mom and like truly embrace that time with them. So now fast forward, my photography business has closed. I have this coaching business that has been running for four years and it's in this like really beautiful, um, enough space, right? Like any entrepreneur that you ask is like, how do I get to multi six figures or seven figure business? And like, let's grow and expand and do, do, do and hustle, 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 right? It's like just a part of you as an entrepreneur to have that type of energy. So naturally I find myself like, okay, the photography doors have closed. Now is the time to, to pour into this coaching business, to really bring it to its full potential to help more people. And I'm realizing I'm in this like parallel universe where I get to do this again. I have opened up space to be with my kids the way I've wanted to be with my kids. And I had this moment that instead of fully embracing that, I just, I started to add in more work. And it's that passion that drives me, right? Like I'm so passionate about the work that I do 
that it's like this autopilot and I don't even notice that that's what's taking me away from exactly what I want to do right now. And what I want to do is support all of my current clients. And again, like I have really beautiful, wonderful work going on. There's always going to be opportunity to create more. It's always there. Always. My kids will not always be seven and nine. And I have had to take this huge moment this week of realizing that, wow, in hindsight, it feels super easy to be like, wow, I wish that Erin just sat with her kids and watched Sesame Street and spent time being a mom. Super easy to think about in hindsight. But here I am, oh my gosh, in the same position just nine years later to be able to sit with my kids. We're not going to be watching Sesame Street, but we're sure as heck going to be going to amusement parks and pools and um, running in the sprinkler and hiking and eating popsicles and, and going to get ice cream and going to the shore if we want to. Like I'm here for it. And I am so excited for what is to come with my work But I'm also really excited to have this opportunity to be with my kids and I'm going to take it. And it feels really scary. This is not easy. It feels hard as heck. That's why I started creating more stuff and wanting to launch more stuff. And I've, I've honestly kind of like gone crazy this week. Like I was like, I need another coach. I already have a coach. I have a therapist. (laughs) Like I'm like, I need to do a full rebrand and, and it's not even need. It's like, I want to, and I'm like grasping for all of these things. And I like the really, really, really close, important people in my life, namely my husband and a good friend of mine were like, Aaron, stop. You need to take a breath and stop for a second. Like let's talk about this because they could see that I was just like swirling but that's the gift of a Manny Jen entrepreneur like that's that's part of what makes us successful entrepreneurs but I I needed those people in my life to be like whoa like hold on a second what is it that you want in your life what do you want this summer to look and feel like um and my therapist was uh reflecting the same exact thing of you have spent your whole life since 11 working, working, working more, more, more. There's another day on the calendar that isn't filled. What other job could I get to fill that space? And um, I have, I'm very privileged to be in a position that I can continue the work that I have going and pause and spend three months with my kids. And I'm so excited. I know it's going to be uncomfortable. I know it's not going to be perfect. I know I'm probably going to have some really good days of feeling agitated and not just from quote unquote my kids because it's not actually them, it's me. Um, But learning to be stiller is what is going to create my agitation because I've never allowed myself, as I just explained, to truly pause and take a break. Um, So even with that, it's not like I'm not working at all. I have amazing work going on. I love my coaching calls that I look forward to every single week. Um, but I don't need to add, so I'm not going to. So with that said, I want to give you a few tips on how to um, create a summer schedule that feels really good for you because we are moving into a new season. Kids are leaving uh, school for the, for their summer break and, and your schedule is going to shift. So this is very generalized because if you work out of the house, like a nine to five, if you work from home, if you run your own business, if you, um, uh, homeschool, if you are hundred percent mom, like no matter what, like I had mentioned, you are going to have a shift in your schedule. So I just want to share a few ways that I am going to work through my own schedule 
with my kids. And I think something that's important for me to, so I'm, I'm an Enneagram four, which I talk about all the time, which is, um, the individualist, but it's also the romanticized, the romantic. That's what it is. The romantic. And I'm very, very much those things. I also romanticize my schedule. So I kind of like imagine, and I think you you can do this whether you're a four or not, but I think I'm like extra with it (laughs) where I really imagine, um, you know, like we're going to wake up and be all happy and do breakfast and we'll do workbooks and our, our bridge workbooks. So they're nice and academically fresh. <laughs> and then we're going to go to the pool and da, da, da. And it's, it's like, realistically, it's probably not going to look like that. So I'm trying to hold on to a realistic approach too. Um, so I'll share, I'll share that. Uh, so first of all, I just want you to brain dump, open up a journal and just brain dump. Like, what do you want the summer to look and feel like? Just dump all this stuff out. You can dump the things that these are the weeks the kids have camps or some type of engagement or practice for some sport, those kinds of things. Like just jot all that stuff down. We have a dentist appointment on this week. These are the weeks we have our vacations. Um, these are the things we want to do, anything like that, just to get it all out. Then I want you to list how you want to feel. And that's it. I want to feel calm. I want to feel relaxed. I want to feel slow. I want to feel fast. I want to feel adventurous. I want to feel at home. I want to feel alive. I want to feel um, wonderment. Any of this, right? Just write all the things down. I, I want to feel like I'm in control. I want to feel balanced. I want to feel connected with my kids. I want to feel um, a sense of connection with my family. All of any anything. Just go for it. Just dump stuff out. Uh, and then I want you to list what are the actions connecting to these feelings? So let's say um, one of them is I want to feel alive. That for me, because uh, I know that's definitely like alive and connection are things together for me where I picture um, um, a day trip to the shore, like a surprise one for the kids. Gosh, I would just light my, I would just feel so alive to so excited to surprise them. Like we're waking up early and you don't know where we're going and for them to see and smell, you know, you get, if you, if you live, well, going to the Jersey shore is like how you grow up around here. Like that it's the smell hits you and you're like, Oh my gosh, we're here. We're at the beach. Um, to, to have that feeling. So maybe like day trip to the shore, going to an amusement park, which I don't ride rides, but like to see, like to kind of live vicariously through my kids, um, exploring new trails. We have tons of like parks and trails around here. Um, maybe horseback riding. This is like, I'm just thinking of this as I'm like, Oh, I need to go write this down myself. Like write down the things that would connect to that. Um, I also want to feel a sense of calm and like no rush. So for me, that is kind of, um, allowing ourselves to wake up when we want to wake up, um, or, or waking up early before the kids so that I can have that quiet by myself. Um, no pressure to eat by a certain time, um, except for the days my son has his practice, um, uh, having movie days, whether it's going to the movies or watching a movie here at home, um, taking walks, like just slow walks around the neighborhood. Those are things that feel calm and no rush. So again, like begin listing the actions that would connect to the feelings that you listed in the previous step, then begin to create an ideal schedule of what would the ideal schedule, and I think I talked about this in the last episode, this is a tool that I use with um, my layered growth ladies of write down what would the the ideal schedule look like for you to move through the summer. Um, Like if you could create, this is my dream schedule of what it could look like. Write that out to see how that would look and feel. Um, Sometimes it's not realistic. Like if you work nine to five and you write a schedule out where you're not working at all. (laughs) 
or you're walking, working two days a week or something like that. That's not realistic, but it's good information so that you know what it is that you're really wanting and craving. And it might be a window into like bigger, bolder action. Like is your work aligned with your life and how you want to feel in your life? And if not, is that something that you need to shift? And I know there are people who are like, well, I can't quit my job. I challenge that. I've done it. I have made career shifts. Like I'm not the person to challenge that with. Like I, there, if there's a will, there's a way. I've done it. Um, we all have different circumstances and different opportunities. And sometimes it's not as easy. Like I'm not going to fight that part of it. But I will tell you that when you begin to live in alignment with how you want to feel in your life, your world explodes in the most remarkable way. It's like everything begins to click together, but we stay in the discomfort and things that are not working for us because we're afraid if we walk away from that, our world will fall apart and it's the opposite. Your world is falling apart when you're sitting in a space that does not feel good. So I promise you trust the process so much easier said than done, but that's a different podcast. So create that ideal schedule and then begin to kind of like create one that's realistic from that. Like, okay, I see I want a lot of connection and time with my kids. Like how can I actually fit that into my schedule? So kind of just begin, I don't time block it. You know, you don't have to put specific things. It can just be like morning routine time. Um, maybe doing a walk, some family time, adventure time. Right. And, and like, so maybe that's just on Tuesday mornings or something like that and just time block it. And I almost picture you like cutting out pieces and like sliding things around to see like, okay, what feels good. And If you hit a point of like, that's not going to work, I want you to ask yourself, is this really true? And how can I? Like it, so for instance, back when I was doing photography, I felt like I needed to edit all day, every day to get wedding editing done. Right. So, and I would believe that. So I would hire um, college age girls to come sit with my kids so I could sit in my office and edit weddings. And I'd be pissed as shit because they were getting the summer with my kids that I wanted. And I was just sitting on my ass, not eat, not feeding myself, not working out, not doing what I wanted to do. And instead I was editing weddings all day and it was, it's excruciatingly long process, <laughs> but I believe that's the only way that's all like, this is my job. This is what I have to do. Then I learned that I could hire an editor to do a lot of my editing and it was really hard for me to relinquish that control. Then, and remember when I just said, your world's not going to fall apart. Everything's going to click into place. That's what happened. The best investment I ever made a, and a human who I love and, you know, just adored working with her. She was incredible. I appreciated her so tremendously that she was able to give that time of my life back because that's the work she wanted to do. Um, So you have to, and I could go on about that, but ask yourself, is it really true that it's not possible to create the schedule that you want? And if you really, really want it, ask yourself, how can I? So how can I make this work? You know, maybe if I couldn't hire an editor because I didn't want to spend the money on it, which I had, because if someone paid you to shoot their wedding, you have the money. It's just a matter of where you want to spend it, right? Um, but could I have done editing at different times, but instead I wanted to, you know, watch reality TV and like drink a glass of wine at night. Well, then I'm choosing that over spending time with my kids, right? Like you have to ask yourself, you have to really look at how you're spending your time. So ask yourself, is it really true? And how can I, um, and then as you're living inside of your schedule, feel into it and make changes. You're going to adjust it constantly. And then as soon as you're like, okay, this is perfect. They're going to go back to school and that's how it happens. And that's the fun and joy of it. So, so just make shifts and adjustments as you go on and be 
receive the shifts that are happening. So even if you thought you were going to wake up and make breakfast by scratch every day, and then they were going to do 15 minutes in their workbook and read for 30 minutes, but it's just not happening that way because y'all just need a darn break from how hard this year was, go with it, right? It's feet, feel it. Does it feel good to try and push something that's not working? No, then feel into what feels good. It's my cute. My dog is awake for a meal. (laughs) Um, So gather that information and feedback. It's not failing. It's not giving up. It's not quitting. Like this isn't working. I'm going to do it. Everything is feedback. It's not going to go perfectly. There's going to be space and grace needed and it's going to ebb and flow, which brings me to the last point of embrace the polarities. It's a part of being human. There are going to be days that feel amazing. There are going to be days that don't feel amazing. But in order to have the amazing days full of excitement and joy and adventure and feeling alive and the excitement, you need to have the days that feel like complete crap and like they're a complete wash and just it doesn't last forever change is the only constant and that's a part that's going to happen so just be ready and know and accept this is not going to be absolutely perfect there are going to be highs and and lows there's there are going to be polarities but everything is feedback so don't create a schedule and that's it this is it it's concrete it's in stone this is how we have to do it instead look at it as Um, this is, this is a little bit of structure and we're going to add our flow into it and see how it feels and shift things around the way it feels good. Okay. So those steps, again, do a brain dump, everything that you are thinking of and appointments and, um, vacations, those kinds of things. Then do a list of how do I want to feel, do a list of actions connecting to the feelings, then create an ideal or dream schedule and then begin to adjust that to be more realistic. Use it as information and some insight, um, and then feel into your schedule, get it into place as you implement it and integrate it. Everything is feedback. So take the information as feedback and begin to make adjustments a little bit as you go, which will, again, probably be continuous throughout the entire summer. And then just embrace the polarities. There are going to be good days and bad days, 100%. No way around it. So just embrace it. You know, again, just super easier said than done, but just be prepared for it. And then it probably won't feel as bad if you're like, oh, this is just one of the harder days. And uh, that means a good day is coming, right? So... Okay. That's a lot of information today. Thank you so much for being here, hearing where I'm coming from. And again, I'm, I'm hoping that it gives you the permission to have a lot of reflection on yourself and where you are in your life and any big, bold decisions that you might need to make to be sure that you're living your life the way you want to feel inside of it. Because we get this one shot Um, time flies. You know, I always say the days are long, but the years are short, short, short. Um, and we have choice and choice is really hard. It's not always easy to implement, but it is there. So I encourage you to take that big, bold action and I'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. Hey guys, before you go, we have a couple favors to ask. Leave a rating and a review. Your ratings and reviews tell the podcast people that this podcast is worth listening to and then they help it get to the people who need to hear it. Also, don't forget to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Erin Joyce Co. I love seeing which episodes you love and you also get to help me get the message out to other mamas that life can be pretty amazing. 
And if you're not a part of my free Facebook group, be sure to join. It's called Same Boat Huddle. Kind of easy to remember, right? It's the safe space to connect with other women just like you and to also get even more of me. I can't wait to see you there. That's it. Don't forget, treat treat others the way you want to be treated. Have a great week.